You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Help! I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of Help! I Suck at Dating. And for the listeners out there that loved our episode with Tasha and Brooks, we brought them back because they were so fantastic. But not only are they back this time, well, I can't speak for Brooks here, but... Tasha has had a couple glasses of wine. Okay. Been, I mean, I've had a couple glasses of wine myself. <laughs> we have a lot. This is drunk. Help I suck at this. I, I love it. I haven't had any glasses of wine. I'm basically here to keep this episode on the rails. Yeah. Brooks keeps us <laughs> grounded, you know? But to be quite honest, we wanted to spice up the show a bit. Right. I never would have used the words that Amy just used, but here we are. Apparently, we're <laughs> drunk. So, for this week's episode, we've got Tasha, we've got Brooks, and myself, Tori, of course, as always, reading the questions for us. Uh, we're going to start off with some, as we kind of had a couple weeks ago with the just listener questions about what's going on with dating, and I feel like now that Tasha's a little bit looser, wow. a little bit more fluid, a little bit more willing to just go for the gold, she might give us a, a mm. better advice. Just me? Well, uh, yes, of course. Okay, just me. <laughs> and Brooks, too. The, the sage, the, the wise sage of, of all is Brooks, and oh, he's going to be here man. to help answer some of these questions as well. We're going to start off with some um, some listener questions, and we're going to move into a little bit more, uh, how could I say this, uh, uh, provocative, risque. No, risque, yeah, yeah, yeah. Risque. A little like raunchier questions. No, I don't like the word punch. Nothing bad. We don't have to drop in personal experience, but just like things that our listeners have asked that are a little bit more uh, X-rated, if you will. I feel like my voice is a little deeper at night. I'm going to say, listening to these headphones right now, it sounds pretty good. So actually, while our friends, uh, not too long ago, were recording a couple of their podcasts, they host uh, Playing Around on iHeartRadio. They also host uh, How Men Think. Brooks is one of the co-hosts on that one. And uh, while they were recording those, we were asking each other questions in the opposite room mm-hmm. through this card game. It, it was fun. It was a little deeper than I expected it to be. 
but some of the questions they were interesting so we're gonna uh kind of play the same card game actually in all honesty like i wish there was a microphone in that room because some of the things Tasha said, man, it was weird. Tasha was dropping bombs in there. Yeah. We learned a lot. There's a lot to me that y'all don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It's called a uh, table topics original. And, and like I said, some of these questions, man, they're weird. And they're, they're like, it doesn't help you get to know anyone better. Some of them are like, what's your favorite virgin daiquiri from your favorite bar in town? It's like, well, who cares? But we, I got a couple picked out that I kind of enjoy. And I think actually this first one that I have for Tasha and Brooks, because I don't really know Brooks that well, but... You're answering them too, by the way. Yeah, oh, Dean, you're answering them too. No, 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 of course, absolutely. But uh, Tasha, this one is directed at you, but I'm actually wow. more interested in, in Brooks's response because I just don't know him as well. <laughs> uh, the, the question is, what do you most admire about your parents? Mm. I think perseverance. I think my parents, they've met each other in high school and they have gone through a lot of hard times, but they're still together. And I can't say that about a lot of other relationships that I've witnessed. Um, and I know like their struggles. So the fact that they're still together, it's, it's a huge accomplishment. So, yeah. I would echo that for mine. My parents just celebrated their 45th wedding anniversary this summer. And I think that's just so cool. When I look at mom and dad, like I just think of them as a unit. Mm-hmm. They're mom and dad and... Um, that's that, as a as a child. That's so cool that whenever I see them, I get to see both of them. Whereas a lot of people will only get to see their father or their mother Absolutely. if their parents are divorced. Uh, that would be probably the thing. And then also, um, I had one other thought. What was it? Um, oh, something I, I heard a long time ago that really resonated with me about relationships is you have uh, people that have complementary skills with similar values is how long-term relationships last. And you can have different things, but complementary skills with similar values. So my mom is really good at this. My dad is really good at this, but they have the value of family and love and a home life and stuff. So I agree with that. My mom is much, my mom was supposed to be a nun. What? Yeah. My mom <laughs> went to high school with nuns as teachers and she wanted to be a nun. And then she came to the States and she met my dad and my dad corrupted her in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how <laughs> you got here. I was born. Yeah. But no, my parents have been together for 32 years. So, yeah. I often wonder, actually, uh, we've talked about this a little, a little bit on the podcast before, if why my like cynicism towards marriage comes from the fact that, like I look at you two, right? Brooks, I didn't know that your parents are still married happily mm-hmm. to this day. And Tasha, obviously, your, your parents are still going strong, too. It's like, I wonder if that instills, it must, like instills values in both of you to like want to em, uh, emulate yeah. that moving forward in your own relationships. Yeah, for me, it does, for sure. It's it, it instills hope. It gives you, it, you literally see in front of your eyes uh, a marriage and to a partnership and people committing to each other. Like, it, it has to affect you. Uh, and I can't speak on the other side on divorce, but I because I haven't had parents obviously that have been divorced. But that has to have an effect on your psyche and your approach to a relationship, even at a like a minor subconscious level or something. Um, there has to be something that's that's affects kids depending on your age when that happens, especially if it's kid, a kid at a developmental age, 10, 12, I mean, 14, I mean, every age is developmental. Let, let me ask you this, hypothetical or not, let's say you meet a partner that has maybe experienced trauma in some sort in their life uh, and they don't have necessarily the same familial background that you've 
experience yourself. Is yeah. that a red flag for you or is that something no. that you're able to like consider and work through? No, yeah. My wife's parents were divorced. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you know if it was a messier divorce? Uh, I know the details of it, but I'm not going to divulge that. Yeah. yeah. That's very fair. Tasha? Well, me, I can tell you that my parents are happily married and I'm divorced. So I think that, yeah, I felt a lot of pressure to make sure that my marriage worked. But also at the same time, um, I made sure to do everything that I, I needed to do in order to know that I did some, everything I could at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, it, it, it definitely was scary to tell my parents, like, yeah, it's just not working out. And, Dina, I think I was telling you this a little bit earlier. Before my divorce, I really wasn't open with my parents about, like, every single thing that was going on in my relationship slash me in general. But because of my divorce, I opened up a lot more. And, like, they are now my closest friends in a way because they're still my parents and I really respect them but um yeah I think the fact that they are still married does kind of put like a a pressure on you in a way because you want to make sure that that's the same for you right well and part of the reasons that I even uh bring up the question is because like I said someone from like me who uh my family kind of broke up when I was 15 my mom passed away uh, and my parents never really liked each other when I was a kid anyway. So it was like growing up in a family that like, didn't really want to be together, but that was together because they felt like they had an obligation to be, mm-hmm. which I admire that sense where it's like, yeah, we have an obligation to our child to raise him up in a family other than separate, right? Like that's right. that's an admirable thing. Um, and then seeing a lot of my friends, I don't know, maybe it's the, the water in Colorado, but a lot of people in Colorado seem to get divorced. <laughs> the water in the water. Colorado. And a lot of my friends, like they've gone, like they've had like split times between their parents. They've had to like decide between where do they, they have to spend Christmas and like mm. their, their husbands are trying to like uh, extract as much as they can from the wives and vice versa, like all these things. And so I think that for whatever reason i'm like a magnet to like these bad aspects and and attributes of marriages and i think that's part of the reason why i'm so for whatever reason anti like marriage as an institution you know what i mean i really don't think you're anti-marriage why do you say that because i think deep down you really want it and i think deep down you would love to have a family and a stable relationship but you're scared and i don't want to get too like deep get deep but i'm just just saying like i know that there are experiences that can like kind of hinder those things but i really think like deep down like you want a family and you want something solid you want a foundation you want something to build on do you want to know what my biggest fear about having all that stuff is it's like let's say i establish a family right let's say i've got a wonderful wife i've got three great kids one day i wake up and i'm like i don't want this anymore I, I then what do you do? What do you do from because there? Because you're a nomad. Yeah. You want to travel. So you what do you do want... from there? You, Dean, that means you make a conscious decision to like, you know what? You tell your wife, hey, I need a break for a second. I'm going to go travel to Yosemite for three days. I just need a little bit of time for myself. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. But like, I love you. And like, let me just go do my thing. And she will support that. If you are honest and open, you talk about it and you do you. And you come back and you're just like, cool. But the fact is, like, if you need that outlet, then that should be a thing that's established in your marriage. Marriage is like, it's a swing dance. It's like a thing. It's You compromise. It doesn't need to be 
this picture that everyone thinks it needs to be like, it needs to be perfect. Everything, every day is like this, that, this, that, like hell no, excuse my language. It's the wine, (laughs) but, um, no, it's a compromise. Like you need to figure out what works for you and you need to figure out what works for your wife. Like what if your wife likes to do like girls day every two weeks, you know what I mean? Like you need to figure out what works best for you guys. I will say that the relationships that I see, uh, now that I am an adult, it's weird to say mm-hmm. that, but I am an adult, right? 28 years old. Uh, the relationships that I see among my peers, you know, the, the, the friends that I've made throughout life that seem the most successful in my opinion are the ones that allow themselves to have space from each other. The ones that allow themselves to have friendships with uh, other people. And like, I'm going to go have a girl's weekend over here. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the guy's house for the football game. Absolutely. And, that type of um, and that's something that I don't think we give enough credit to. And it's something that you don't really see, I think, even in our, our, our parental relationships where it's like, you know, you've kind of gotten to this point where you just see your, your mom and your dad as a cohesive unit, but you don't necessarily right. see the work that they put in on the, on the back end of it. You know what I mean? I think that's one thing that I've realized from my divorce, actually. If there's one thing I've grown from is the fact that, like, I know that each person needs their own time. I think, like, when, at a young age, you always want to be around your significant other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one thing that I learned. Brooks, you, do you yeah, have any input no, on that? I, I, yeah, you guys are crushing it. Um, you're still an individual. Right. Like you're still your own person. You're going to grow and challenge and change in your own way. So you need your space to do that. Um, and a, a partner should support that. They should want that for you. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's, I also think that one person can't give you everything in the world. Right. That's you know, so true. One, like you have to have different friendships. You have to have different energies. You have to be around different people. One person is not going to be your be all, everything, your lover, your confident, your, your trusty, your best friend. Your like, they're not going to be everything you still need other parts of the world doesn't mean they aren't your world but Mm -hmm. you still need other parts of the world i agree i love that i agree and i think like you said it doesn't take just one person to give you that all right one more question before we move on to the next segment which is going to get a little bit more spicy yeah we're gonna get spicy but before we do that uh which is more important to you guys (laughs) separately intelligence or common sense so book smarts or street smarts street smarts Street smarts. Yeah. I'm going to say street smarts too, I think. (laughs) But I hate being unanimous on that one. So why do you say street smarts, both of you guys? I mean, I think it's it's just life intelligence. So intelligence, you could know a lot about one subject. You could know a lot about like computers or whatever. But can you be a good person? Are you kind to people? Can you be compassionate? Do you have any sort of life skills that are greater than this sort of like niche thing that you are involved in? So I appreciate, man, I appreciate intelligence. I have a huge appreciation for it, but, um, if people had street smarts and life skills, I think the world would be a better place. Hmm. I completely agree with that. I'm not marrying you because I don't know. You have a degree. I'm marrying you because I don't know. You know how to navigate through life. Yeah. I will say one of my favorite things about Kaylin, uh, is she's very book smart, Mm -hmm. but, uh, when she suspects that she might be wrong about something, her ability to grasp her, uh, her, uh, misinformation and then change her mind and like, and figure something out really quickly Mm. is so impressive to me. And that's not, that isn't, that's not book smarts, right? That's like, that's street sense in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and it, I didn't realize that until I just said that right now, but like, that's something I really admire about her is her ability to kind of like figure something out on the, on the, on a whim like that. So I agree with you guys. And I hate the fact that we all unanimously agree that, uh, <laughs> that street smarts are, is, is more, uh, admirable, but 
I, I guess it's just how it is. All right, we're going to take a quick break. But before we do that, uh, I'm not going to do anything. I don't know why I said that. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're gonna <laughs> you have, had a little bit of wine, buddy. Gonna, That's why you said it. <laughs> and we're going to have some... Uh, Tori's going to ask some raunchy questions for us. I'm excited for this because you know what? I'm... Can we not say raunchy? I'm a prude. Risky. And even saying the Risky. word raunchy is... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a lot. It's challenging. I feel like we're about to do like a burlesque show. And the funny thing is, it's like the three of us, like as, as good of friends as we've become to be, like Besties. We, we don't know the sexual history at all. <laughs> That'll of each other. change soon. That'll change soon. Um, and I'm not saying we're going to dive into the sexual history, but like maybe we are. So stay tuned and see what happens next. <laughs> You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that street where you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, and when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease all right and we are back here with brooks like and Tasha adams uh and we're going to answer some questions that tori has prepared for us it's going to get a little weird mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. we're, we're going to get a little my goal is to make everyone as uncomfortable no. as possible no but i'm just going to start us off easy all right ready 
Okay. My boyfriend won't put me on any of his social media postings. Does this mean he, we are not a real couple? Interesting. Right like off the applicable. bat. I'm going to tackle this one first just because I feel like it's the most applicable for me. I think the guy's input is coming first. Yes. It's, it's, I'm going to bring myself back three years because that's really the only reason. That's the only way I can answer this question. Right? Because it's like, I don't care anymore. I have a girlfriend, whatever. Uh, and coming off a television show, when you have a girlfriend, you're like fully invested in that relationship. But three years ago, Dean, before he ever had ever went on television to anyone, he was doing his best to conceal every relationship he had until he was dead set certain in the relationship that he wanted most. That's the one that he's going to post. It's going to take him a while to figure it out. It's not good for anyone. Like it's not good for him. It's not good for the the girls that are involved. The mat. The fact of the matter is, it's like he's basically sizing up your relationship every night every time he posts the next post might be a relationship post but if it's not it's because he's sizing up whether or not it's worth posting about because he needs to figure out if he wants to continue on in the relationship or not that's really what it is if the relationship all have side chicks is what you mean the relationship (laughs) post that's that's like the new the relationship post is the new age like will you be my girlfriend the second you post a picture with your girlfriend that's like you basically announcing to the world i have a girlfriend so what do you guys think i agree i don't know i think it's I, i think it could be either or i mean you're entitled to run your own feed however you want you know that doesn't that should not play any sort of um should not have any circumstance on your relationship because you do or don't post. That's the logical answer. But what's the reasonable answer? Because here's the thing. It's like, I know married couples. I, I know married couples that don't post about each other. They like, you, it's also, you could run your Instagram as a business, right? Like people, Absolutely. people actually, that's a new job is having an Instagram can be, is your job. You can run that as a business. Now, a lot of people don't do business with their significant others. Like if you own a business, a, a brick and mortar store, your wife doesn't have to work there. It's a modern business, Instagram. You don't have to have your significant other on it. But let's say, that like for, for most people that are listening to this that don't have a business Instagram. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just because I've been hanging around all the bachelor folks. So I just see Aside that from the people you in guys, this room. you guys execute exceptionally, and I'm trying to take some hints. Um, You're right. It's always it's so it's always personal preference. I think that th- there are people that post way too soon. There are people that post way too late. Uh, if there was a spectrum, I would be more on the too late side. I remember specifically. Um, What's too late though? Years ago, I was I was exclusive with my girlfriend. We had been dating for so long, not so long, a couple months, right? But uh, I remember posting a, a photo of us like celebrating some victory or whatever it was. And I remember we I posted it while I was with her, and she got like so many texts from her friends, like, "Whoa, I can't believe Dean posted a picture of you guys! Like, I'm so happy for you! Like, I'm so proud! Like, you know that kind of stuff." I'm saying that that is it's a big tell in the relationship. It's mm-hmm. like a big step. That's like might be a bigger step than it. Uh, used to be, of course. Mm. Would you guys disagree? Brooks does, obviously. Taisha. Well, well as, I her, just as think... her phone lights up with a new Instagram yeah, notification. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like, um, okay. So, say you're not dating anyone. People typically are texting a couple of people. Is that right? Sure. So, say you start. You go on a date with someone and you start liking them, but you're still like kind of texting other people. So posting that photo means that you're those people that you are people. texting is well aware of that the fact that you are actually more serious about someone. So um, 
that's how I view that. That's so that like the, it's a pretty serious post in the sense of like, and I hate that posting a picture means so much. Like I absolutely. That's like the purgatory into exclusivity in a sense. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but honestly, I feel like people should just be able to post things and like people just like, who cares? Oh, here's, here's like, my girlfriend on a Monday. Here's my girlfriend on a Saturday. Here's yeah. my girlfriend on a Friday. Yeah. I don't know. I disagree. But anyways, we're going to move on. Are ready for the next question? How many dates until you can sleep with someone? <laughs> Tasha's squirming over here. <laughs> Tasha, go first. You guys go first. No, come on. No. I'm I think well, I think the first date's fine. I don't see why not. <sighs> if you feel the vibe, if something's going, if something's going well. I'm not going to sit back and say that I've never slept with someone on the first date. Like, Dang. obviously, that happens. It's, it's, it's human nature. If something is going well... Do you, have you slept with more people on a first date than on a second or after? On date? a second or after? Yes, that's yes, a yes. really good question, Tori. And I'm actually kind of offended that you asked that. Producer Tori, I'm like, wow, <laughs> producer Tori. I love it. We're friends. Keep out of, going. Keep going. <laughs> Girl chat. Out of principle, I'm going to say no. I haven't. So that's a yes. <laughs> but uh, allow me to reflect on it a little bit more, and I might have a different answer for you. I don't know, Brooks. Oh, man. I don't know. I was so bad at the dating game. I missed that whole train. Um, I think if you're... I don't know. Like, I, I, as a guy, I didn't. I wasn't interested in that because I didn't want that to be how the relationship started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to go in and enjoy an evening and and then, like, kind of step back from it. And I wanted... I, you know... See, Brooke- I, I think I'm... I think I'm, like, an old-school guy... Yeah, like at heart somewhat. Brooks that- is, you're, you're always the exception in the sense that just like Jared, right? Like mm. Brooks and Jared are just like genuinely, inherently amazing men. <laughs> but you are the exception. You're, you're, ex- you're the exception. You're not the rule. I actually, you know what I mean? I actually think like I'm the exception because I have so little experience in dating. No, right. you're not the exception because I'm kind of there with you. Buddy. What do you mean? <laughs> no, like I've never slept on the first date. Come on. You're going to yeah. say I'm the only person here that's ha- slept with someone on the I'm first date? I'm not saying that you're in the wrong, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. However, I can count on one hand how many people I've slept with. Hmm. So, How many fingers do you have? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, no, I take that self really seriously. All right. Well, yet again, Dean is the ostracized co-host <laughs> because... Dean, you have been voted off the island. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So sorry. I'm going to get everybody to take a sip of their wine. Yes. Oh. Take a sip. Take you know, a sip. We should do those like grab your water, Brooks. Uh, I feel like I'm such the All wrong right. person for this episode. What's mm. your favorite way to be seduced? Oh. <laughs> what a horrible word, I'm seduced. Oh, what would you like to say? No, Tasha has an answer. So that's no, why. Ev- speak up now. Tasha crosses her arms, sits back, and says, I'm not saying this, it could which be, means she definitely has something to say. I don't. There's something worth being said that Tasha's not saying right now. <laughs> it could be a foot rub. It could be a whisper in the ear. It could be a kiss on the forehead. What makes you a little bit like, oh. No, because that creeps me out, because then people are going to know what I like. <laughs> <laughs> don't give away. Yeah, then, right, then hold, that's keep your cards I get what you're saying. Here's if, the thing. If you're listening to this podcast and you're a potential contestant on Bachelorette 2020, <laughs> Stay tuned because Tasha's about to let you in on what might make okay. her get <laughs> false rumors. Tasha, come on, you got to tell us. No, that's really creepy. Team. I'm I'm curious as a friend and as a. Uh, 
I will say something that gets me that I love, and sure. it's very simple. It's just like when you're on a date, when the man grabs your like waist, oh yeah, the lower oh, hook yeah. around the waist. Yeah. I'm like, oh. hi. I'm gonna piggyback <laughs> off of that. There is there is a uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, there's you can go beyond grabbing the waist, right? And once you've established that, you can like like go under the shirt a little bit not like not like go under the <laughs> no, no, shirt no, but like it, it. between the t-shirt and the and the jeans there's like an inch gap and sometimes you can like yeah. slide a middle finger in there on, on the hip yeah <laughs> and that might be the most intimate moment of any relationship Jeez. is the second you make skin to skin contact just gonna say some skin are you guys doing this the second you go skin, skin to skin, skin outside talk. of wrists yeah. and above that's when things get become a little bit more sexual than they might have been before. Uh, Brooks, what about you? I like ears, actually. My ears are... And I think I think in general, like, ears are a very erogenous zone, aren't they not? So, sorry, so when you look at an ear or when like, no, someone gives not, you an ear? No, not rub? really looking at an ear. No, like... Tori, when my, you are yeah. on it. You are on it. <laughs> I think, actually, earlobes are actually... Aren't they supposed to be like an erogenous zone? I don't know. I like when like uh, my wife kisses my ear. Is it like, nice. erogenous, like a, a rock formation or something like that? Uh, no, no, no. That's that's ero- that's erogenous. Oh, erogenous. erogenous. Sure. No. <laughs> no. No. Can you cut that? No. Before before I don't want to stop before we move on to the next one, Tasha definitely has something yeah, to say right, that she right, wanted right. to share with us. I do like it when people whisper in my ear. Mm. Okay. Yeah. See, that yes, was absolutely. a very very uh, no, but like yeah, it's playful. It's no, playful. I like it's playful I like, and it's, it's teasing, innocent. it's leading, and it's playful, and it's, it's so innocent. And why did you want to keep that from us? It's just like I don't it, want random people whispering in my ear. Well, okay, yes, I agree. If you're listening to this, do not whisper in Tish's ear, <laughs> <laughs> unless like there's a second date or something. Unless you get a middle finger between the t-shirt and the jean gap, <laughs> then maybe whisper in the ear. <laughs> this is weird. Can you imagine? I've never heard of the middle finger before between yeah. the t-shirt and the jean yeah. gap. Dean's an awkward one. All right, guy. ready for the next? <laughs> yes. Do you prefer sex in the morning, afternoon, or evening? Mm. Nice. That's a great question. Brooks? Uh, any, actually. <laughs> yeah. It, okay. Any, just <laughs> truthfully. I mean, it used to be it used to be uh, evening mainly, but now um, I'm not playing hockey. I'm, I'm retired. I can My day can be what I want it to be, so it, it doesn't have to be evening. Hmm. Yeah. Dean? No, Tasha, I would love no, for you to follow that up. I asked both of you men first. I'm embarrassed because mine's the exact opposite. It's almost like none. I, I, I've gotten to the point where, uh, especially considering the fact that I have a broken leg and I can't like do oh. the things that I want to do, my motivation's kind of shot, which also means my, my, my sexual uh, vigor of sorts, I guess you would say, is a little shot as well. And I'm a little embarrassed about it sometimes, but I'm willing to obviously Don't talk be. about it on here. Uh, so when you say morning afternoon or night i would say honestly none of them because i've i am it just dis- i'm disgraced by myself sometimes don't, okay you don't have to be so dramatic. no but it really is but like at the th- same time like you don't need to be well it, it definitely hurts endemic. it definitely hurts right like there, i've got a, a hip issue and thrusting would be uh in, inherently painful but there you know it's just it's it's not really it's a sensitive subject right? it's just a season <laughs> i think it's just a season it's like sometimes you'll go on like a workout kick or a health kick or a mm-hmm. whatever like a, a meditation kick or whatever you're into like Absolutely. i think there's many seasons of life and i think that's no different with with sex drive um i've talked about it on the podcast before i i don't want to bring it back to like a year ago but Tasha, what do you have to say <laughs> wait no, I, you're Wait, right. I was going to say Dean, something in the midway through saying it. Just say it. Say, I'm dying. Say it. 
Uh, I was going to say, I, I do think that I border on the spectrum of asexuality. Like, I'm not, like, super motivated by sex. Like, it doesn't... Like, I don't have to be in a relationship for the fact of having sex with someone. Like, the, mm-hmm. the, the person-to-person connection, in my opinion, is more important to me than the physical connection. While I do think the physical connection is important, of course, in any situation, uh, it, it's not, like, an inherent necessi- necessary uh, implement of the relationship for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I love that. And some people are the opposite. Some people are... I had a friend who was like, I have to have a boyfriend because I can't go more than mm-hmm. two days without having sex. That's insane. Yeah, some people are the, the exact opposite. But, they but, teach their own but, but then there are people like that, like that, that are... Because you're right, I feel like in a, in a, in a uh, society that we live in now, like sex has become such a prevalent thing and everyone talks about it. Everyone knows that everyone's doing it. But then you're also kind of like expected to be doing it all the time. And in, in a situation like mine where I'm like... Sex is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love sex. It's fantastic. If you're doing it, fantastic. If you're not doing it, that's also great. But uh, I feel like sometimes relationships are judged by that. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. like a barometer for how successful, how successful a relationship is. When in reality, like, that's just like a small fraction of it. And like, in the beginning stages, sure, it's like an important facet of a relationship. But as things move on, and Brooks, I'm sure you can attest to this because you've been in a relationship longer than any of us have been. It's like... it it doesn't become less of a relationship, but it becomes less of a priority or or less of a necessary, a a necessary part of it. No, I think that part grows as the other part grow as well. Like you, you can still, um, learn about somebody and I'm only six years in with my wife. Um, you still continue to learn about you and also you change and you evolve and and your desires and cravings and her desires and cravings, they change as well. You're not going to be the same sexual being that you are now, the rest of your life, Hmm. you know, and your partner's not either. You're going to have, you know, things that change within you. And, um, maybe you're more into atmosphere. Maybe you like music more. Maybe you like Mm. more sensual connection. Mm -hmm. Maybe you like it. You're going to, and that, that can be daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. Like you're going to go through different ebbs and flows. And that's what I've learned in my partnership is learning more about that. And I don't think it diminishes over time. I actually think you explore more and, um, yeah, you reach a different level of connection with that person. Beautiful. Tasha. I agree, but also I agree with that. I feel like there are things that I find, um, more stimulating than others. And, but at the same time, I feel like there are times that I, what are you looking at? Uh, Tori's computer. Oh, um, at the other time I feel like, um, sometimes like when work gets really busy, you know, sometimes someone's really preoccupied in their mind or whatever. And like that part of a relationship kind of diminishes, diminishes, but then at the same time it kind of grows at different times. But I would say that I never answered the question afternoon. Yeah, there you <laughs> is go. my time. <laughs> You're right. Afternoon. Delight. Delight. Morning. Afternoon. Interesting. Okay. Delight. That's the last one I would have expected. In your really? opinion, what does it mean to be good in bed? Oh, great question, actually. I like that. That's a great question. Good and bad for a guy, I think. Uh, Brooks obviously could answer this question better than the rest of us because this guy's a stallion over here. <laughs> <You don't, laughs> no. Morning, afternoon, nighttime, it doesn't matter to him. He's getting it all times. Oh, no. Dean. Oh, Dean. You actually, He's you, blushing. You, you know me very little. <laughs> this, this guy just never gives it. Whatever. Anyway, uh, for me... Uh, Someone that's very generous, I think, is is probably the best thing for that, right? Like, what was the question again? What I was just going to say here, the I, same I, thing. I'll go on it. What does it mean to be good in bed, 
right? Correct. Is that the Someone question? That's, Correct. That's, what oh. does it mean to you to be good in bed? Oh, yeah. to me, as far as a... Res- yeah, we're for gonna, the other person, what we're you gonna get? For. No, 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 no. I'm going to answer this as far as not the other person. I don't care about the other person. I care about me. <laughs> <laughs> this is this has gotten very uh, weird as far as the help I suck at dating podcast goes. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, so, here, uh, <laughs> let me put a thought out there. I think it's I think it's openness and willingness and communication. Yeah, it's like, like and trust. Like, here's the thing. You're thinking one thing, they might be thinking another thing. You have cravings, you have desires, you like they do too. And none of us are perfect at this. And I'm not going to read minds and, um, you know, like there's, there's trust is a great word for it. I think just an openness and a willingness. And, and I think you also need to speak on what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't expect your partner to fulfill your every need. They don't know what you're thinking. Communication is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be open, be honest, speak up for what you want. And, and I also heard a great line on a podcast the other day that um, was amazing. It's just a beautiful line. It was uh, nothing dirty can exist between two people in love. Mm. Hmm. You know, so, what you know, it, it was just like... Uh, you love the person, explore with the person, whatever you guys are into. I mean, there's many different ways to explore sexuality. It's um, weird uh, uh, to speak candidly is there's, it, it seems like there's a bit of taboo attached to the idea of communicating sexually with your partner. You know which, what I mean? Which Absolutely. Is, which is insane because if you think of all of life, like the most powerful thing, powerful thing in the world is sexual energy it's the only reason we're here you're here you're here you're here because there was enough sexual energy between two people to literally create a life yet it's the thing that's taboo that we don't talk about that we don't explore we know very little about it and hands up i'm one of these guys and so this year i've started to learn more about intimacy learn more about sexuality like what does it mean to be a sexual being um, we know very little about it, yet it's such a powerful thing in the world. That's so true. I didn't even think about that. I Sexual mean, energy is a, a huge deal. Well, the weird thing for me, for me to think about and when I like internalize it is uh, in my relationship, I'm super open, but I feel like there are still things sexually that we're like kind of closed off about. You know what I mean? So it's like there are so many things that you can be open about, but at the end of the day, it's like, are you being open 100%? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the weird thing to think about. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, we got one more question. Oh, I have two more, actually. Two more questions. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. I've been Um, drinking too much wine. Sorry. Oh. Have you ever had sex with someone that you did not know the name of? Next question. Before you forgot their name. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a yes from Dean. uh, Can you guys all, uh, let's go ahead and cut this part out. Can you go ahead and move on to the next question, please? Uh, It's not for me. It's not for me. It's for uh, the unnamed co-host. Cut it out for a friend. Uh, (laughs) So what was that next question, Tori? No, Dean. What's, what's the next question? <laughs> You've Ta- already said. Tasha, uh, Brooks, you guys want to answer this question? Or no, you guys both want to move on to the next one? All right, let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to the next I'm one. I'm here to ask the hard-hitting questions. So what's the next question then, Tori? Where is the most spontaneous place you've ever had sex? Really? I think this, Tasha's got an answer. This is top the one of, you like nexted to? Top of mind. I don't have an answer. Most spontaneous place? I, mean, I do, but like... Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to just echo her answer. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I mean, I do, yeah. but uh, my mic malfunctions. Yeah, well, I just this is check really it. weird. Yeah. Check two, check. one, two. Ah, yeah, okay, I'll working. start off with yep. it then, you guys. The most spontaneous <laughs> place that I've ever... Uh, 
Yes. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say the words. It's weird. Okay. Anyways, um, I think when I was in college, I, and when I say, I think obviously, I mean, I know, uh, <laughs> it happened in, uh, in a public park and it was a public park. <laughs> nightfall had come upon us. And what were you doing at night in a park? We were we having were, sex. We were, Ew! <laughs> <laughs> we were young and in love. You are okay, the people. My parents told me to stay away from. We were young and in love. Okay, stop. Nothing could stop us. Not even public. Uh, what I don't even know. Uh, With wood not chips. even PDA laws. You know what I mean. Okay. Anyways, that's my uh, <laughs> that's my answer. What's your guys's? Uh, Come on. Tasha, I promise you your father's not going to listen to this podcast. My mic is dead. Your father's not going to listen to this. Come on. My my dad is definitely listening to this. Zero percent chance. Dad. Hello. (laughs) 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 All right. On to the next. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes. Well, you skipped my next one. You're a pioneer. Being a co-host of this podcast is pretty tricky when both of your co-hosts are pros. Oh, I got got (laughs) co-host approval here? Yes, Brooks. Come on. I thought I was just guests, but I'm co-hosting. Can we correct that? What prudes no. or co-hosts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're just the co-host. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, just a to guest. start divulging more information Brooks if you're going to want to be considered co-host. I'm the guest no, just as a guest, I don't need to divulge in as much as like a co-host. You're a like co-host. Okay, no, Come Brooks on. is definitely the co-host. Anyway, okay, next I'll question. take the next one. <laughs> we have one more question. Yep, and then we'll get into emails. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, your mic almost fell. Okay. Have you ever had a sex dream about a coworker, a teammate, a boss, <laughs> a coach, any of those? Have you ever had a sexual I'll, dream? I'll answer this one. No. They were Come all, on. I, a, a coworker, a teammate. I, I'm, I'm on a team with 23 yeah. dudes. Hey, it's called a dream weird? for a reason, Brooks. Yeah, Come on. I have never had a sexual dream about a coworker, <laughs> teammate, coach, boss, ultimately. anything like that. No, so There's female that, sports trainers out there. so. But we never had one on our team. You never had a female physical therapist? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did. She, no. no. I have had a female physical therapist, but I've never had a sex dream about Taisha? one. Taysha? Taysha? Um... I plead the fifth. Oh my gosh. Like you guys are tenth. so boring sometimes. Have you ever had a sexual dream about a coworker, a boss, um, a peer, a, se- a peer? Yeah. Tell us. Tell about us it. like the scenario of it. <laughs> she goes, I plead the fifth. Yeah. Then she goes, yeah, yeah of course. I <laughs> well, I, th- I, th- I thought if I said, yeah, then I didn't have to like, like answer with more. No, details. we need more Tasha. I'll share my story before you can, while you think of yours. So when I uh, first graduated college, I got a job at a great recruiting uh, agency in Denver, Colorado. And the thing about this recruiting agency is they hire only attractive men and women to become you know, successful people at some point in their lives. Anyways, the, the sales managers of my office were both very successful. They were both very beautiful. They were both very young. They were you know, late 20s, early 30s. And I'm working my butt off and I show up one day to work and my sales manager, there's, there's one man and one woman and they're both sales managers. And my, the, the female sales, sales manager comes to me and she like pulls me aside in the morning of, of, uh, 
what we call the stand-up, which is where we like run over all of our open requisitions and we run over like all of our open possibilities to like close deals and make money, et cetera. She pulls me like aside before we like jump into everything and she goes, Hey Dean, last night like I had a, a weird uh sexual dream about you. And this woman is like a like a highly sought after woman in the office. Like she's beautiful and she's very successful. Obviously, she's a sales manager, but she's also like married, right? And so it's like it, it was all said that it was obviously a dream and dreams don't mean anything in my opinion yeah, but like the fact that, that she like the, why would she say that? every every guy in the office had a crush on this girl because she was like beautiful successful smart whatever etc cetera, etc cetera. beautiful pulled me aside and she goes and i was like two weeks into my job at this point and she goes d and i had a sex dream about you last night and it was like the weirdest thing i think i've ever experienced it was like it, I loved it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm she not gonna lie. She was serious. Yes, she was serious. I'm not gonna lie. I liked it. Like it made me feel very like validated for even being in the office at that point. I like I like walked around the rest of the day with my chest puffed out. I was like, oh, what's up? What's up, Mike? Do you hear what? Uh, <laughs> do you hear what she said about me? And then I was, oh, Jason, you, yeah, you hear what she said about me? <laughs> I feel like with that mustache right now, that's perfect. The story honestly, is perfect. Honestly, in the way you're holding Did, your yeah. Did hey, any uh, did anything ever happen between you and said woman? Absolutely not. Oh. But but the idea that she like you know had the, the the impression that something possibly could happen was like that was exciting to a, a twenty two year old who had just gotten his first job out of college. So you didn't think about contacting HR? Uh, I don't think HR existed in the company. Oh. And if oh. even if it did, I don't think I like I was excited. Like I wasn't upset about That's it. That's absolutely crazy that she would come up to you and say that. It was more of like a hey Dean, guess what? Ha 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 ha. Oh, okay. Mm. I see, I see, I see. But I, I was more of like, whoa. I, I have see. <laughs> I have something like similar in that vein. My first pro camp, I was eighteen years old. I had just been drafted, go to pro camp, and we have to pass a physical before we can even get on the ice. And I go downstairs to see the doctor and walk into the doctor's office and um, it's this attractive woman. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And so anyway, we're good. my first, this is my first like big physical. I'm 18 years old, right? And then she checks out a couple joints, whatever. She's like, okay, drop your drawers. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I, I need to feel your testicles. Like to, I need to, like they do a check, you know, the cough. Have you ever had that, Dean? Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I'm like yeah. I'm like thinking I'm like, what do I do here? I'm like I'm I'm an 18 year old kid. This woman's probably like 40 years old, very attractive, and I'm like I'm terrified I'm gonna get a boner, like terrified because she's gonna put her hands right up there and I have to cough and this is gonna I'm like oh my god. Um, and I like, I think I closed my eyes, <laughs> closed my eyes so I wouldn't think about it and just dropped my shorts and then we did it. And it was like the most awkward thing in my life. Hey, listen, sometimes when someone is grabbing the things that they're not supposed to grab, like it, it, it invokes excitement. You know I, what I mean? yeah. yeah. Hey, it's a natural thing, right? Um, I mean, I agree. Hey, before we, uh, we're going to move on to one more thing, but before we do that, we're going to take one quick break and we will be right back to it. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. 
Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease oh you just thought my boss is hot like it's not that big of a before we get back to it Tasha is going to share her vivid sex dream okay. about some man you that she used worst. to work with you at the worst I feel like I'm the only one she- can you stop okay listen it's hard okay, when listen, you're both angels I have a lot of sh- Brooks on the and Tasha right now and I'm not going to do all that I get it I get it okay Tori we understand that we have uh, an email from a listener that needs a little bit of help. So let's dive into that real quick. I just got into a long distance relationship. I met my boyfriend back in July and we have talked every day since he's coming down for Valentine's day and I've never done this long distance thing and I'm still learning how to handle it, but I do need more affection through texting. My love language is words of affirmation and I don't get that from him. When we say goodbye after we see each other, We both get kind of emotional and I keep saying it over and over. But when I say it to him over FaceTime or text, he never says it back. I feel like he doesn't get the the clues I send. And when I, I feel like he doesn't get the clues I send him when I want him to say something to me. How do I bring it back up to him without sounding too scary or needy? See, the thing with this situation is I can't really contribute to this argument because words of affirmation is my absolute lowest words of affirmation. I can't give words of affirmation. Like, I'm absolutely horrible at it. So I, I don't want to sit here and pretend like I'm good at it. Um, so I think Tasha should answer this question. Wait, so you never give anyone words of affirmation? I'm the most sarcastic. So, like, biggest piece of shit. 
Yeah, but you but can, like, like, take that as in, like, uh, But, like, the way like, that I show affection is, way. like, I'll, like, be around you and I'll, like, I'll hug you or, like, I'll bring you places or I'll get you presents. Like, words of affirmation. Like, me telling you that you are, like, my specials person, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it just, like, something about that just, like, is gives, that, me, gives me, sh- like, shivers. Okay, like, so it, what you're saying is you've never been in a long-distance relationship. No, any, wrong, any long-distance relationship has been the wrong distance relationship. Okay, what about Ooh. you, Brooks? Uh, I have been in long... I did long distance with my wife for three and a half years. Okay, but I so, have, so I have did a quick, I. I have a quick question for you, Dean. Do you not give words of affirmation because y- words of affirmation to you don't matter that much? Uh, it's a... I haven't Is it because you seem the, vulnerable? I haven't gotten to the bottom of why I don't. Uh, I'm sure you could relate it back to like my childhood and like perhaps why like I didn't get the things that I thought that I wanted. Um, I just like, it, it makes me cringe. Like when, yes, I'm in a relationship now. And when things are said like, Oh, like baby or like the, the L word, like those types of things that like, it makes me like shudder a little bit because it's like, what about I miss you. Don't tell me like, show me like, don't tell me like come here and embrace me. Come yeah, here so- and, and you know, like that type of stuff. Yeah. So, because quite often, I think people, I, I, until I learned about love languages, and you learn what you, what's important to your partner, you give love the way you want to receive love. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like a, an acts of service and quality time. So I would give love that way because that's what it, that's what I love the most. If somebody would do that for me, but my partner maybe doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, that's maybe why maybe his love language in this question isn't words of affirmation. So he doesn't give it that much because it doesn't matter for him to receive it back but maybe for her it does i'm sure he could probably be better i've done a lot long distance a, a little note or a little anything like um i'm thinking about you i miss you little text little, so tell little me, video tell message, me this anything your love could. what are your love languages mine mine are uh quality time um uh affection uh physical touch quality time physical touch um and then um uh, acts of service and your significant other are they the same or are they different no hers is uh, i think quality time and gifts and physical touch so then do you adapt to then getting her gifts and physical touch etc like, yeah that's yeah. like that's you uh, you're adapting to giving her the things that she wants yeah you, i mean that's the dance i think what Tasha was talking mm-hmm. about earlier in a marriage is you learn that kind of stuff you learn what's important to them because giving love the way that you want love isn't the way that your partner does and that that can be misconstrued and they can, they can actually feel unseen. Absolutely. You know, if somebody's giving you Dean, if somebody's giving you just words of affirmation, but not spending any time with you or not touching you, like you're like, she doesn't, she doesn't love me. Like I feel rejected. She just tells me she does, but she doesn't show it. You I know? can feed you words all day. There's that old age old adage. Don't treat your neighbor how you want to be treated. Treat your neighbor how they <laughs> want to be treated. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is awesome, but just because of your lifestyle, that you kind of don't have, you don't have many neighbors. neighbors <laughs> but you're throwing, you're throwing the most awesome neighbor. Like it quote. just doesn't work. Like, like he's Wilson from next door, on, or he's uh, Tim from Home Improvement. Wilson you guys, thank door. you so much for joining us in this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. I love it, man. As always, I, Brooks would never be joining us again. Hey, but in, Dean could say in his defense, everyone's his neighbor. As always, I'm Dean Unglertz. <laughs> uh, big thank you to our co-hosts, Brooks Like and Tasha Adams. As always, you guys, wow. I just I don't even know where to begin with both of you. Love ya. 
Uh, be sure to check out Brooks Podcasts, How Men Think on iHeartRadio. Be sure to check out Tasha Adams. She will be our next Bachelorette, <laughs> Bachelorette 2020. Uh, be sure to tune into our next episode of Help I Suck at Dating because maybe then we'll suck a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease.